Hi everyone, before we get into today's episode, something happened recently that we wanted to talk about. We had a really close friend lose their sibling, and we just wanted to take this time to honor him. He was a musician and an artist, and incredibly talented. Um, We wanted to say if you have time to go support him, his family, and his legacy by checking out his music on whatever uh, streaming platform you use, and go buy some merch. Um, just extremely gifted and loving human being and I just wanted to encourage everyone to go love your friends and family extra this week that is his biggest legacy of all and now we're going to get into today's episode with our special guest Charis. How's it going? How y'all doing? This is Alexis. This is Kimia. And welcome to the everything. I don't know why I panicked. <laughs> we're going to try that again. And, and welcome, welcome to, to everything, everything and the Bagel, bagel podcast. podcast. Guess what? We have a <laughs> special guest. A special guest. A human being. A real human. It's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, true. Like, she's kind of a superhuman. Yeah. So. Like, a, maybe part robot. <laughs> Bing bong boom. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's all welcome Chloe Decker, everybody. Hello. I'm happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Oh so God. excited. Our first guest. This on is my everything. first podcast. I think oh this is our Don't all panic. first thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're very excited to be here, everyone. Um, Before we hop in, I just want to like set the mood for uh, a second. Yes, you might be sitting in your car listening to this, and I also just wanted to say we're also sitting in a car. Um, so just imagine that. I just think it's a really funny. Alexis situation. is facing straight forward, and me and Chloe are just sitting in the back, also like facing straight forward. We're not making any contact with each other. But we stuck to our word from last week, and we got some bagels this morning. Oh, I, I even got, I don't even, I don't necessarily even like ne- everything bagels, but guess what? I got an everything bagel. <laughs> we got the everything, and it was, I slapped. If you're in Georgia, uh, it's called Brooklyn Bagels. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It was literally $6 for my bagel, and there was so much schmear. It was like... Shit and schmear. Shit and schmear. Schmitten schmear. Schmitten schmear. Schmitten schmear. Schmitten with the schmear. Wow, Chloe, do you want to introduce yourself? Who are you? I would love to. Um, So, I am a grad student at Georgia State University. What are you studying? I'm studying speech sciences and communication disorders. Can you explain that more? Um, yes. So there's a profession called speech and language pathologist. And pretty much, um, I'm, I'm focusing in pediatrics. So I will be either in a hospital um, or private practice or a school um, teaching children essentially how to speak better. If you have a lisp, if you've had in, in a hospital, if you've had some kind of like seizure or seizure, have some kind of surgery, um, Sometimes that can affect speech speech patterns. Um, so just essentially be, helping kids be able to speak and communicate more effectively. And what made you interested in that? When I, w- when I was a little baby. 
Um, no, when I was little, I had a speech issue. I couldn't say my all my letters, really, essentially. And my my older brother, who's um, extremely type A, would have to um, translate for me to strangers. So um, until I was about in fourth grade, I couldn't say my also S's. Um, and so my, my older brother, Eric, would have to speak for me. Um, and I think that was really kind of it inhibited the way that I, I interacted with people and I think when I learned how to speak um, I could actually live and be in the world as a separate entity than you know my, my brother my family so it was really powerful for me um, and I really am hoping to do the same for other people I love that so much <laughs> I just think that's the best story thank you <laughs> that's so sweet um, but yeah so I'm a grad student um and you, you guys might be wondering, you're like, why? Why do we bring Chloe here? Well, we don't know. That's the answer. <laughs> We're still trying to figure it out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, if you remember from last episode, I think we kind of ended off the note by talking about kind of health and what's been going on. And the person that, like, we all think knows the most or knows a lot about health that I personally come to a lot when I'm questioning a lot of things <laughs> is Chloe. <laughs> I asked her about everything regarding, like, eating and all stuff. And just because, like, you... Like, even on your free time, you just go and research different stuff. Like, it's not like you just all of a sudden go on YouTube and you're like, how to do whatever. Like, I see you with, like, actual, like, <laughs> like studies have shown. Yeah, I, I've i always been pretty into research, just in general. I think it's important to, like, get your information from valid research um, articles and things. So, um, in my undergraduate, I was um, a teaching, uh, a teacher, I specialized in early childhood education um, and so that means pretty much that I had no free time at all um, so balancing you know e eating has always been a big thing for me I love eating I could eat all the time my my stomach is an endless pit so trying to balance like being healthy and and how that fuels like my mood and my energy um, and then also like working 40 hours a week and doing student teaching and and being in this really intense program, I think that really pushed me to have to look into to research to figure out like how I should be eating. Um, yeah. So. So would you say like you going into college was when you really started like taking what you ate more seriously and like researching that more, or was it like prior? Yeah. Well, so I I grew up my back the backstory, <laughs> a little bit of the backstory if you if the, the listeners are interested. Um, is that when I was growing up, my, my brother had um, a pretty good amount of health issues. Like, he had um, an autoimmune disorder and all kinds of stuff. And so he couldn't... I did not know that. Yeah, he, he couldn't eat... He was allergic to literally... Like, he was allergic to salad. Like, he was allergic to... We'd, we'd go to get his blood work done, and he was allergic to everything. And especially, like, high fructose corn syrup and all this. So I remember coming home from school one day, and my mom was in the pantry, like, frantically throwing out like my favorite grape jelly and all this stuff and she like turned into a super mom and just started making bread like going and and like grinding grains and like making her own bread and like being really really healthy and I, I think like I grew up like that and then I had my own freedom um when I started when I had my driver's license and I started working and I had my own money so then I would just go to Zaxby's every day um, and I remember just being like my senior year of high school being so depressed um, 
and like a lot of stuff was going on but especially like I, I remember specifically when I got my license like and I was able to eat whatever I want and I did um just feeling really bad and like depressed and I think that that kind of lasted through my first semester of college um and then I, I got to a point where I was like I can't I, I know this is because of what I'm eating and what I'm like feeding my body it's garbage and um so then I think that really started like where do I go from here because I was just so sick of my own crap I don't know if you cuss on this podcast but oh we're a cussing podcast yeah. sick of my own shit then I was I was like I got to a point where I was like I I need to figure this out or I'm just like I, I can't live like this so that's essentially kind of where I started yeah, I, I'm. I mean, I admire that a lot because I feel like a lot of the times, like I realize how much like food is affecting me both mentally and physically, and for some reason, I just tend to like neglect it and just be like, I'll be fine and just keep doing what I'm normally doing. Like yeah. I still struggle with that. So to see someone like you, and I also think Alexis, you're someone that I also admire when it comes to like, um, like taking your body seriously of like what it wants and what it needs and like putting that as a priority, even though it is hard. Like as like every time we all hang out we always go out to eat and I feel like it's kind of hard when you're like just as a person trying to like eat healthier you have to monitor what you eat it could be difficult to stay on track on track (laughs) when everyone's like going out like let's go get burgers let's go get whatever but I'm lucky to have like both of you guys so whenever I we do go out it's usually somewhere that's relatively healthy just because you guys both take it so seriously (laughs) Well, I'm just like I'm still hung up on that your brother has an autoimmune yeah. disorder. He did, yeah. He yeah, what it was it. called? He got he healed I don't it. Remember. Yeah, actually, this is kind of guru-y and like let her rip. Yeah, <laughs> it's like uh, Oprah says like uh, woo woo or whatever yes. like woo woo. Um, but we went to a chiropractor. Really? Yeah, and he completely like aligned Eric's like immune system and stuff. Whoa. Do you remember what the autoimmune disorder was? I, I don't remember. I can text him, but honestly, I don't think that he would even know. Um, but That's... he he was very thin, like because yeah. he couldn't he couldn't eat anything. His body was rejecting everything. Yeah. So I mentioned this at the end of the last podcast, but I'm gluten, dairy, and soy free because I have Hashimoto's the autoimmune disorder, and that's like when my health journey really like started and it was like hey you better start eating different or like your body's gonna shut down or it already was so it's interesting to see like how that impacts other people as well like within the family but my mother was kind of the same way where she had some health issues as well I'm pretty sure I got the autoimmune disorder like genetically from her and but she didn't know till later as well um but she's like cured like cancer cells and stuff through food and supplements. Wait, your mom? Yeah, like she oh. is also like a research goddess. So <laughs> we love that. Yes, love we should have her on next. I know. <laughs> so it's just it's interesting. Like I didn't know like our our family situations were kind of similar, like kind of reverse, but at the same time. Every time we talk about things, the more we talk, the more I'm like, we are the same. <laughs> we are the same. Like on like random things, I'm like how did I not know this like we've known each other for what like three years and I'm like why are we the same why are we the same what the heck Kimia chooses like clones of people <laughs> you guys are like clones but like still different in yeah, some yeah, way. yeah yeah yeah, different. yeah. So, definitely very different but then like random things I'm like you deal with that I deal with that 
I've never met what's going on. Yeah. It's I, I specifically look for people who have dealt with he- health issues and <laughs> <it's> <laughs> through, through eating. Mental right? issues. I look for that. Health like, issues. Do you have a problem? We'll be great friends. Yeah. So, <laughs> speaking of mental issues, um, I you mentioned how, like, you know, you were experiencing depression and, like, realized, like, food had a part to play in that. And, totally. like, maybe just could you expand more on that and how foods impacted your mental health journey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I feel like I feel like I should have put this in my head before this, but um, yeah, I I think that I've always I was always kind of a sensitive kid, um, and maybe a little bit growing up, like it, there was a lot going on, um, and so I feel like most people kind of don't understand like the brain body. Yes. C- connection right yeah like like we all just like survive our childhood and then we have to go on and 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 like reconnect with our bodies and so I don't think that I, I used to like in high school when I was eating garbage like uh, understand like oh this th- the fact that I'm eating fried chicken literally for every meal is affecting my mental health like I, I was like oh it must be something else or it's not that mm-hmm. um because like everyone I feel like everyone's like eating junk food and no one talks about like Right, and it was normal, right? Yeah. And, and people were like, "You want to get pizza?" I'm like, "I want to get five pizzas, and I'm gonna eat all and and let's get some donuts for a side. Like, let's do it. Let's do the whole thing all the time." Bro, that was me. Yes, yes. Fried chicken yes. and waffles and pancakes. Yes, and and before that, I played sports for like my whole life. Like, I was a multi-sport athlete. Well, athlete <laughs> is used loosely, but I was running around. <laughs> I was running around all the time, so really, it it didn't matter as much what I ate because. I I was burning it off so fast but then I stopped playing sports and I started eating junk food a lot um, and I was free to eat whatever I wanted Um, and I think going into college I kind of thought that escaping my house I was like well you know I want to move out so bad I'm depressed because I can't go and then I I got to college and it was like no it's kind of like wherever you go there you are like still Mm -hmm. finding myself being super depressed because it's not about really your surroundings as much as like what's going on internally Mm -hmm. um I guess when you made that transition from, like, eating, like, junk food a lot, I'm assuming, like, you would do that with your friends. So, like, when you transitioned, was that, like, a difficult thing to do? Or, like, would you still go out? Or, like, I guess, how did you manage doing that? Yeah. And I also want to hear from you guys as well because I think that's an interesting question. Um, Yeah. I I think a lot of us here are people pleasers. Um, And so it feels weird to, like do something different because like if I do something different are you not gonna like me anymore like if I don't get like a big burger because you got a big burger is that gonna make you feel bad or are you gonna feel like threatened by that and then you're not gonna like me and you're not gonna want to hang out with me anymore and um it that did take a while like to go out with I I remember having and still do like and by the way just to clarify I do eat like burgers like I'm not like a completely clean eater like we're all human here um but I I think that going out to restaurants the more that I did it the more the easier that it got like if I were to get you know fajitas or or not fajitas but like like veggie fajitas or do something different or get a salad instead of a burger or whatever and the people that I was around were like why did you do that like I don't understand um I think I got to a point where I'm like that's not about me and and like understanding that and like not taking that personally but that's definitely a journey in and of itself as a people pleaser to like 
not do something because you're afraid that the, the other people are not going to like you. And I think that it's, like, also about who you surround yourself with because, like, your friends now, us, like, we see you and we know, like, you're going to, you know, you have a balanced lifestyle where you have the salad, but you also, you know, will eat a burger sometimes. And I think that's so important because there's some people who will just, they're so strict on themselves that if you only eat salads all the time going out, like that's also not healthy. Like, and it's good to know like your friends and, and obviously not judging either way, but like we know you and we know like you just, it's a balanced lifestyle that I think it's like the most important thing. Yeah. Um, I actually have a food blog. Yes. Let's shout her out. But my, my food blog is, um, at a girl with grub. Um, we're going to put it in the notes as well. That's so funny. Thanks guys. I have like three followers. We're very happy with each other though. But the thing is, is you don't have that, like a crazy amount of followers, but I do view it as successful because you have gotten like reached out, like you've reached out and companies have reached out to you. Yeah. Like the granola one that I saw recently, I was very impressed by that. Did they send you like, yeah, they dropped it off at my front door. Are you serious? (laughs) It was crazy. I know. You know what? Right now I'm so busy that like, I don't have time to like make a career out of it, but it's, I love food, so it's fun for me. But the the point in me bringing that up is that my tagline is like finding the perfect balance between you know salad and cake. Yes. Um, and I think it's not about like I think I started in on this journey like I need to get my shit together. Like I like Chloe, get your shit together, and being very hard on myself, which I think I, I needed to kick myself in the pants and go like stop eating Zaxby's for every meal it's ridiculous Some tough love but yes yeah but but then like I remember eating like salads and eating like like only greens and obviously I didn't know anything about nutrition and that you need like fats protein and carbs to survive life <laughs> um and then like binge eating a cake like yeah. at the end of the week and I'm like well I met and then just being in that cycle of like I messed up so now I have to eat perfectly and, and then I mess up and then I have to eat perfectly and like going through that cycle and then like exercising like a crazy person um that perfectionist mentality that our society reeks is like so damaging i I think an important word to associate with um like having a balanced diet is sustainability Mm. like can you sustain this for over years and not binge eat and not feel deprived because when you feel deprived eventually you you are going to give in because your your body wants something your mind wants something and you're not giving it to it and and you can only hold on to your self-control for so long before you give in that's not a sustainable way to be like from like what i've like heard i don't know if this is necessarily true but you can tell me obviously but like when people like not people like when you're on like that super strict clean diet and you're craving whatever and you keep trying to fill that void with like the healthy things like grapes and nuts you're just going to keep like thinking about that and like that's what kind of leads to that binge because you like I don't know how to necessarily say it because people are like everything in moderation you know like the sustainability I guess like when you craved like those things like when you were in a healthier place like did you just find a way to make it in a better version or would you allow yourself just to like have a day not a day but like I guess yeah that's something that I'm currently working on like my portion control because I love food so much and I eat so fast that it's like my portion control and also like when like I think I go through stages where I'm like I need um to eat like a whole box of cookies 
Like, I don't know why, but I'm like, I need it. Stress. Um, yeah, stress, yeah. right, exactly. And peanut butter. Oh, yes. my gosh. I literally, whenever I think of peanut butter, I think of you. Like, I like I can't even buy it at the store right now. Like, it's like, because it's my it's my stress food. It's not me actually wanting it. My body need, needing it for nutrition. It's like the fat from the peanut butter is very comforting to my body. And so, I yeah, so I, I need it for that reason. Like, I really feel that. And so, like, how did you figure, and, and this might be silly, but, like, how did you figure out, like, that was your stress food I guess like when you eat a whole jar and <laughs> what the hell yeah. just happened so like anything that you like I guess necess- like overeat essentially is like something that you would describe as like yeah. your stress well, food mine is hummus and crackers now yes. instead of cucumbers yes. even though I know I can have carrots with, or cucumbers with hummus I choose the carb I that I really shouldn't well have. I I think kind of like and you know I, I want to say this and I don't think we've said this, but I'm not a licensed nutritionist, and I'm not providing you. <laughs> this is you... just a combo. Yeah, we're just we're just hanging out. I'm not providing you any kind of medical advice. I'm just telling you what works for me mm-hmm. and what has worked in kind of the journey. So, um, I find myself personally craving either things that are my stress food, like peanut butter and cracker and like like um, pita chips. Yes. Or. I want them because I'm not allowing myself to have them. Mm. And that's, I don't think that's a stress food. I think the more you d- don't allow yourself to have the things that you like, the more that you, you crave them. Like, I don't, I don't know if you guys know what this is. Um, it was kind of popular for a second. It's called safe. Yeah. <laughs> it's again, 75 hard. Um, and it's 75 days where pretty much like you, part of it is you stick to a strict diet. Yeah. And for 75 days, I fell asleep thinking about fudgy brownies. And then the day you got off of it, I was like, brownies! I I ate literally like three pounds of brownies the day that I got off of it because I just craved them so much. Um, and obviously that's not sustainable no. either. Um, so finding that good middle ground between and, and being and feeling good mentally about it. Because, you know, the, the more, I mean, the equally important thing is to be it, to be sustainable health wise, and then be mentally healthy as well. Yeah, like supporting your mental health through your diet because your gut and your brain are connected. And like yeah. I remember learning that in a, like a biology class, sophomore year of college, and was like, "What? That's yeah. why." So me burping all the time is also why I I'm like struggling with like depression and stuff lately like it's connected because I then realized everything I was eating was incorrect for my body and it was all allergic to like everything (laughs) but then it was interesting to see how I don't know that transition of realizing like you have control I mean I'm on like I'm gonna be straight up I'm on medication for my mental health now like you do what you got to do but by supporting my mental health with, with what I'm eating. And, like, so, like, for example, the hummus and crackers. Lately, I have anxiety all the time because I'm living at home with my mom and, like, love her. But she just gives me anxiety. And I'm overeating all the time. And I eat super fast because I'm just, like, <gasps> inhale the food. <laughs> like Yes. And, like, that's another thing that he said about, like, how fast or slow you eat like I was listening to another podcast about this where you're not even able to like get all the nutrients in from your food if you're not eating like really slow and like letting it digest as you eat and making it like a whole experience if you're just so focused on like inhaling it 
which is like my biggest issue yeah. Yeah. and like it sucks because then you're like making this healthy meal and then you're not even going to get the full nutrition out of it if you don't yes. like eat it correctly yeah and i also feel like like the speed <laughs> that you eat like i don't know i feel like when you eat slower you're more capable of like not overeating because i feel like when i eat really really quickly i'll just keep going because i'm like oh i'm still hungry but it's because i'm not giving it the time to like process to be like oh like i'm full and that's why i'll eat to like uncomfortable and like fill myself because i'll feel like anxious and so to like suppress that feeling i'm like eating yeah and some people have the opposite like they don't want to eat at all because they're feeling anxious but yeah no i'm like (gasps) inhale some people are like i'm super skinny because i'm so anxious i'm like oh really i ate five cakes yesterday (laughs) so very interesting difference between us um but and like how because we were talking about this earlier this is not a a matter of self-discipline necessarily and like could you go into more of how that interplays yeah i i think we both kind of talked about how so we have all listened to a podcast that has said pretty much your your self-discipline is not sustainable you can you should be using your self-discipline when um when you absolutely have to when you absolutely must use it like say you're at um a a carnival and your friends all want to eat funnel cakes and you know tomorrow morning like if you eat that funnel cake tomorrow morning your body is going to be like cramping and feeling horrible and so you you decide not to and you want it and your body wants it because you know it it would make it feel good at the moment but um you use that self-control but in the day-to-day eating it's about it's way more about habit forming than about self-control so if you have like usually i have like avocado and eggs for breakfast and then like i do some kind of stir fry for lunch and then i have like protein and you know like maybe a vegetable for dinner or whatever and like having the habit of like this is what i do in my day and the habit becomes more comfortable um and also making the path of least resistance not the path that leads you to eating a whole jar of peanut butter or like (laughs) like if you can't control yourself then don't have it in your house Mm. and and i know that you two live, live at home right now so that's kind of ignorant of me to say like just don't have it in your house but in some way being able to mentally differentiate between what's my food and what's their food if that could that could be a label that could be literally buying your own food Mm -hmm. um and having like a section or having your own like maybe mini fridge or in some way changing your mindset of like oh i have all this food that that i can eat including like the stuff that i know is going to make me feel like garbage like somehow mentally separating yourself from that food and then obviously there are going to be times where maybe you don't keep to that but maybe less than you would if if you had the mindset of like everything is mine yeah because I even started like creating a habit with just smoothies this year so like my body now craves smoothies like I was doing smoothies in the years past but um it wasn't as consistent and like once I really I also changed my mentality on what consistent looks like for me and I'm not going to be so hard on myself if I miss a single day or two Mm -hmm. even like if I'm out of town like I'm still being consistent if I have a smoothie as much as I can, every, like, each day, 
throughout the week like whatever that looks like that week yeah. and like changing my mindset of like what's consistent for me it was really helpful so I'm not so hard on myself but yeah. now my body like craves these smoothies because listen y'all I hate making salads like that's just like not my thing so I just dump all the lettuce and into my salad my smoothies and like everything else like if I don't feel like eating carrots that day in the smoothie if I don't feel like eating cucumbers in the smoothie like whatever I don't want to eat because I'd rather have crackers with my hummus okay like it's just that's I do like that it's balance yes exactly so when I started making these smoothies and realizing oh I can dump like my whole kitchen sink in there and like I'm gonna feel so much better and it doesn't taste like the best all the time but I just like crave them every single day and I think that's the coolest thing about building habits over like being like I have to be so strict on myself you know like you just start to actually want those things and I think that's kind of a part of self-love too like that's parenting yourself and then also just becoming that love for yourself yeah yeah and and Kimia I I know that that you more recently like have kind of started on this journey like what has that habit forming been like for you or like what does that look like I like uh, Alexis and you guys were both talking about like self-love and stuff I feel like that's like I don't think I'm taking that into account as much like for the to eat better do you know what I mean like if you don't genuinely care or love for yourself no matter how hard you try you won't be consistent and like like take care of yourself you know what I mean So, I feel like I'm just on the struggle bus currently because, like, I found out recently that I'm insulin resistant to, like, my body doesn't process the insulin. So, instead of it getting processed, it just stays in my blood, Mm. (laughs) which is, like, can lead to diabetes. Yeah. So, like, I know this information and I'm finding out through, like, different sources. So, I also have PCOS, which is, like, uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome, which is, like... I was trying to look for information about it, but there's honestly not a crazy amount, and I hear so many different things, and um, I guess at first when I found out, I was like, I'm going to go keto, because that's what everyone was saying, and then I found out keto wasn't sustainable, because I was having so much dairy, and... Dairy's just, like, never really the move, It ever. It didn't make any sense, <laughs> yeah. because PCOS is an imbalance of hormones, so why would I be eating stuff with even more hormones do you know what I mean yeah like Like, logically after I did that I was like in my body was just like not good with having that much cheese and then I listened to like some other things people were saying gluten and dairy free and then after talking to like you like Alexis I'm pointing to Alexis (laughs) and how you said that you were gluten and dairy free I was like I don't think like us as humans are even supposed to have like that much dairy in the first place right I mean it depends on your culture and like our country specifically just has so much shit in our food and so much like hormones and like toxins I mean like people in Italy like they can eat gluten and dairy like all the time because it seems like they have more but they're they're like I spoke to my nutritionist about that and she was even saying like their gluten is like very different than what ours is yeah that our bread is like man-made weird crap like it's so that's why I recommend like everyone try to just limit the gluten and dairy because we're just living in a whole different world over here yeah with like processed with all these additives crap. that are yeah. like banned in other countries but we started in like the 1940s and 50s like if you guys go on netflix there's like ugh, if i remember the name i'll put it in the notes but it talks about 
how this all started kind of after the Industrial Revolution. And I think it's really interesting to see the history behind things so you see like where we're at in history now and like what we need to do about that to make sure our bodies are going to be okay. Which like is why there's so many autoimmune disorders now like Hashimoto's. So many people in this country had it, like millions. And I had no idea. I yeah. thought it felt so lonely when I first found out because I was like, I'm 21. Most people find out when they're like 50 if they have this disorder. And I just was like, what am I supposed to do with this information? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's so many people out there. That's, and it's like, that's literally the same thing with PCOS. Like, they, they were telling me, like, majority of women have it like three out of four this might be i could be wrong please look that up but like a lot of women <laughs> have it and they don't yeah. know yeah and yeah. it's all it can be so here's the thing like i tried my best just to like change my diet and do supplements um in the beginning for the first like seven months when you first did that did you do it like a cut or did you slowly gradually change into like so a... it actually worked out that i was already kind of doing it i just wasn't like strict about it before so my mom had found out she had the autoimmune disorder a year before me and so when I was like with her and like we both were like well you might be finding out eventually if you have it so like let's just cut low on the gluten and dairy but I still like yeah was cheating so much like thank god I didn't think you had it right yeah and thank god I chose my Europe trip like right before I found out because in Amsterdam all I was eating was bread and cheese all the time bread and cheese and bread and cheese yes but it was like once I did find out I was like okay I just needed someone to tell me to cut my shit and like it's time to really get it together Mm -hmm. so I was like I just wanted to heal so bad y'all I felt so bad like my body was like falling apart like the fatigue was just so unreal that like anything to heal myself so that's why it was easy for me to like you know I was bringing like I was traveling at the time a lot it was during the summer and I'd bring like 50 supplements and I'd always get like pulled over at the (laughs) security line and they're like are you what's going on and I'm like I'm just trying to fix an autoimmune disorder <laughs> i'm just over here taking all kinds of stuff <laughs> i can't try one it's fish actually you probably have this too we you know. right, take, take a few take a we sample. all live in america you need you take Why that bottle we turn into mickey mouse <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it really was like such a thing and like i was i mean i did have my days and weeks even that got hard because i was in a really stressful time period of life but I'm so glad that I I took those six to seven months. I tried my best, and I really did start to heal my gut, yeah. which is, like, if you could just dedicate a small amount of time, like, two months to six months, whatever that looks like for you, even if it's just, like, one week of, like, I'm going to be very consistent this week, and then see if you can do it the following week, and, like, yeah. keep up that small goal mentality then you start to see progress Mm. um it's just like those incremental things like when they said just do it for like six months and see what happens it wasn't like i do this for my the rest of my life and like i I, they said i was allergic to pineapples kiwi i mean literally chicken like everything Yeah. yeah but then i started to be able to incorporate those things back into my diet because i had healed my gut and like detox from all the crap that yeah. I kept putting yeah. in it so See, that that's like that's like one of the big things that I'm struggling with currently is like I think I'm confused as to like what my health issues are causing me and so like I think I'm not comprehending I guess if I was to eat better what that would fix but 
Like, I, I think deep down I know, but I'm avoiding it because I know it's hard. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I think we're also used to feeling like crap. Like, yeah. I kind of didn't realize how far away I was from feeling healthy until I started to get, like, that little taste. Like, after, like, a month of eating differently, I was like, what is this energy? <laughs> oh, my God. And it was, like, yeah. addicting to, yeah. like, start to feel that way again. But this was, like, a year and a half of, like, a journey because... I eventually got on thyroid medication because I was doing everything I could possibly do. But when your mental health is like whack, there's only so much. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. trying, you know, you're trying your best. And so then I got on thyroid medication and now I'm on mental health medication. And now I'm actually able to eat a damn bagel if I want. That's wonderful. And what it, a success. Yes. <laughs> and I'm like not going to feel that. like crazy after because mine like mood swings are really bad when I really? eat. Um, gluten and dairy and stuff really? yeah it mostly affects my mood more than anything yeah Interesting. yeah I, I was thinking about like like kind of going back to what you were saying about like how bad our country is in terms of like what we're doing with with um like our gluten and all kinds of stuff there was a girl that I listened to on YouTube um so Sarah's day no but she's probably very she's very similar <laughs> except for Sarah's day is like if you guys haven't seen Sarah's Dare, go watch her uh, YouTube She's very videos. good. She's very good and very funny. Um, but um, it was a girl who was just talking about health in general, and she was and she only eats like fruits and she she might be like a raw vegan or something, which is not who I am. But I respect <laughs> that. I respect it. It's not who I am though. But she, she said, you almost have to be like crazy obsessive about the food that you eat in our country because that would put you in like the normal range in any other country if you're not crazy obsessed with what you're eating it's it you will be eating things that, that will make you sick yeah mm-hmm. um and just I, the way that we look at food is different than every yeah, other country i think that's really powerful yes uh so i'm a i'm a live-in nanny which is hilarious for me <laughs> um and and i Anyway, I, I deal with these kids all the time, and I it was around dinner time, and the little boy, I was oh, he was like playing or whatever. I said, "Are you hungry?" Or like I made dinner, come eat. And he goes, "I'm no," and I'm like, J- "Like come eat now," and he's like, "I'm I'm not hungry," and I was like, "What? Like what?" And then I thought about it. I'm like, "Why don't we think about that? Like when it's dinner time." I just eat when it's lunchtime. I just eat, and like, or he won't finish his plate, and I, like, apparently need to do some like self work inside because when he doesn't finish his food, I'm like, I'm I'm not upset, but I'm like, I look at it, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, and it it's like I I don't ever leave food on my plate. Like I eat the whole thing. <laughs> like even if it's a massive amount, and I was not hungry for that, and he'll just leave it, and he's like, I'm just not hungry anymore, and I I think as kids that that is that's how we eat and then as we we grow up we have emotions that we don't know how to deal with because we live in America and it's all about productivity and all this stuff and we don't think about it and then we grow up to be people who are eating too much or eating like too much of things that aren't making our body or our gut or microbiome feel good and then we're depressed and we have all these issues and it's like if we could just teach our children to eat in a way that's that's um intuitive to to, to their bodies yeah listen uh, when you're full stop eating stop eating because you're stressed out or you're sad 
Um, that's the slow aspect that's so important. Yeah. You take your time so you can actually, like, listen. Yeah, another thing that, like, I have a problem with is, is I think I got used to, like, whenever I eat, I'm, like, watching something. And I think yes. that also yeah, takes away from, like... Distractions. Yeah. Like, we don't make it, like, a whole thing. Like, in other cultures, like, eating is such a valuable time to spend yeah. with people and, like... Even yourself. It, yeah, it's just a... It's kind of, like, a sacred moment. Like, that's, like, the totally. one thing that brings people together. And, like, totally. or for yourself, like, you're, you know, you're nurturing yourself. And we're just, like, glued to a screen or on our phones or, like, whatever yeah. in this moment. Yeah. And, like, it could be something really special. <laughs> yeah. I was listening to a, a podcast. Um, it's the Rachel Hollis podcast. Mm. Um, Rachel Hollis, you're never going to listen to this, maybe, but... Um, she's incredible. She she has these <laughs> great guests on. Yes, and Rachel, if you are, since this podcast is going to get huge, you're going to listen to this, but I think you're incredible. She had a guest on, though, that she, she was asking, like, when you're eating, like, when you're gluttonously eating, like, you're eating, like, a jar of peanut butter, you know, or whatever your, your food is, or, like, fudgy brownies, like, what are you feeling? Like, I'm feeling numbness. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and, Filling a void. And she, she's like, do you eat it fast or do you eat it slow? And she was like, I've gotten to a point where I can have, like, we can bake cookies, I'll have one, and I'm good. Like, I genuinely do not want another cookie. And I, I'm thinking to myself, like, when I have a cookie, I want ten more. Yeah. And I, I think the reason, for at least for me, is, like, I'm trying to numb something out. Like, I'm not sitting there eating slowly enjoying it like that's not the point of me eating the junk food the, mm. the point of me eating the junk food is to feel nothing because I'm stressed or I'm tired or I'm anxious or I'm t- whatever like but whatever the reason might be it's it's not because I think it tastes good and I'm feeding my, my mental health it's that I'm trying to be numb and not feel anything so I just eat and eat and eat and, and then at the end I feel worse because I just ate a whole bunch and my body feels bad and there's a bunch of sugar and a bunch of stuff going through my blood and dropping my blood sugar and then I feel bad for another day after that mm-hmm. and instead of just eating one and and eating it for reasons of I'm I'm doing this for my mental health and yeah. to take care of myself because I like cookies and I should be able to eat cookies yeah I also think like something that also plays a little bit for me I don't know why but like scarcity mindset in a way where like for some reason I eat all of it because like I don't know why I don't think about like hey this will still be here right like tomorrow this will still be here at the end of the week like sometimes I eat things just because I'm like I don't know why but like I'm thinking of it, oh, okay, I need to do it now before it's gone. Totally. But that doesn't, like, even if it is gone, I can still go get more. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not like. <laughs> and you and I have talked about, um, like, the the portion control. I think that's p- part of it because yeah. I've noticed, I've been working on, on just doing, like, smaller portions. And then I can always go back and get more if I want it. Or I can just eat it later. Mm-hmm. And having the smaller portions, I have a little bit of anxiety when I do smaller portions because I'm like what if this isn't enough yeah like like well that's such a kind like something in our country like totally yeah like because like if you like even like these stupid things but like you know like people from different countries come here and they come to our fast food restaurants and they see like what our version of our of a small is too Mm -hmm. like just of our just i our idea of a small portion is like a medium or a large in their country like even their sizes like when you look at our size smalls or whatever it's there like medium or large because we have way more emotions that we're trying to suppress like i really think at the end of the day this comes down to like 
emotional suppression. And, yeah, well, because no one talks about, like, I never thought about until, like, meeting friends and, like, being exposed to different things that, like, hey, like, you overeating is not just, like, a you thing. Like, it, it's correlated to different stress, emotional, like, reaction or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, totally. yeah. I, this might be a different way to put it for people. I've been focusing on this concept of self-harm lately and it, and what you're thinking of originally, like, it, I'm kind of going beyond that. Like, just what are things that I do that I know aren't good for me and mm. I do it anyway, like this harming yeah. mentality. And food can definitely be one. And I was looking up, like, I'm all about, like, brain research or whatever. And I'm like, what's going on in my brain? Like, it, the same thing happens when I look up someone on Instagram that I know I shouldn't look up and I do it anyway. Like, mm. or whatever. Like, what is this? What's going on? Like, self-sabotage in a way. Right. But then there's a thing further because I feel addicted to the feeling now. Like, it's not even, like, I'm purposely... Like, self-sabotage feels like something purposeful. Like, I'm going to do this anyway even though I know it's bad. It's like, I, like, crave this Mm, feeling. feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And our brains are addicted to, like, they want endorphins. So, when you stub your toe, automatically endorphins are released... Because your body needs to numb that feeling. So that feeling after you stub your toe is numbness. And then that's when the endorphins are released. So the same thing happens when you're doing something that's like bad for you. It's like, oh, the endorphins are going to be released. So, and this is how painkillers work. So when you're popping a pill, like then the endorphins are released to numb that pain. So at the end of the day, like we just don't want to feel this pain. Yeah. And, like, that's where I feel like a lot of replacement things are really helpful. Like, I've started trying to go on walks more. And, like, thank you for the accountability on your little food vlog. Follow her account. Yeah. (laughs) She's, like, just all about health. And it's fantastic. Because I was like, yeah, I'm going to, like, I was just walking, like, a mile every three days or something. And Mm -hmm. I was like, no, I can totally walk two miles a day. And, like, started doing that. And it's been so helpful. And, like, I've been doing that instead of, like eating my freaking crackers and hummus to the I, I'll eat when I say this y'all like I know hum, hummus is healthy but like I'll eat the entire thing of hummus in a day and it's like that was hummus is good so wasteful yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think it's important to kind of clarify and dif- differentiate to me in my personal opinion I think that like this eating sometimes can be it has been for me is like the numbness like just just eating not for fuel but for numbness or being on social media like when I'm feeling hard feelings is numbness and I think that those there's a problem and then there's a symptom and I think those are the the eating and the social media and the numbing out is a symptom of the problem and the problem is stress and anxiety and all of these things that we're allowing um, society to, to put on us. The problem really isn't the food. The problem mm-hmm. really, for me, isn't the social media. That's a, that's a symptom. That's a symptom of the actual issue, which is the anxiety and stress that I feel mm-hmm. because of life and, and the bigger picture of anxiety and um, trying to be a, a person functioning in a society where all, all we care about is is um productivity yeah it's the relationships that we build with these things like our relationship with food can be so healthy and our relationship with social media can be also very healthy and it's just you're not gonna have healthy relationships if you don't have a healthy relationship with yourself as well and like what you allow to happen in your life and stuff too i think is what i'm realizing like 
I'm ready for a change soon in yeah. my personal life and like yeah. spice it up a little bit because I'm seeing a lot of symptoms that I'm like, oh, like something needs to change here. Yeah. Yeah. But even this week, like we've all had a rough week. I've eaten a lot of chocolate and you know what? It's okay. Also, yeah. I was on my period and I ate for a family of four every single day. And, <laughs> and it's okay because yes. I also researched that and was like, that's a, it's actually really normal for you to eat so much more on your period because your, your body thinks like it's under some, I'll have to, if I can find more research, I'll put it in the notes too. Just look up, why do I eat more on my period? And mm-hmm. like, there's like a whole research thing behind it. And men, you do not have to do this. Yes, exactly. If you're, if yeah. you're listening to this. <laughs> just to just to be clear, men don't do that <laughs> unless you have a girlfriend. But then you should just feed her chocolates right. on her period. But, you don't I mean, have to look it up. That's the thing is like whether and the chocolate thing was totally unrelated to the. Well, maybe it was slightly related to the period. <laughs> but either way, it's like I'm gonna be gentle with myself this week. It was a rough week. Yeah. And not every week is gonna be like smoothies every day with yeah. lots of lush greens yeah. and whatever that's like, why i like what you said earlier when you were saying like your idea of what consistency is has changed mm. and i really like that because i feel like that's something that i have a problem with is like i tell i told you this yeah. chloe like if i don't eat um because like you were even saying this like if you like ate something bad for one day you would be like super strict on yourself yes like that's how i felt i'm still transitioning to a place where it's like okay like if i don't eat amazing for like two days three days like how you were saying alexis like on a trip like that doesn't completely diminish like the however long i was eating good before like it doesn't completely erase that and i think i'm still trying to like learn that and and perfectionist mentality it's yeah yeah, and and it's so normal and so easy um but i i think like being like able it's a skill building thing to be able to overcome like i just ate like whatever like i just ate three donuts we love donuts. Oh my gosh, guys! If I could oh, have just pe- donuts. donuts with crispy dip, cream ones. dipped in peanut butter or what, oh. like that would yes, yes. <laughs> Next yes. podcast we'll be having donuts. Yes. <laughs> if you ever so, you see know. Chloe buy her Krispy Kreme donut or five, anyway, <laughs> um, and and just saying like instead of saying like oh you know I'm bad, um or I'm oh, so I'm, naughty. I'm I I tr- like I um. I was bad today. I had like no, you're not you're not bad. You ate something that is more high in calories and maybe less nutritionist nutritionist nutritional. Yeah. Um do you think and that's like, okay. Calling it a cheat meal like plays into that think, toxic yeah. idea of like yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. What should we call it instead of cheat? My my friend who like she went to therapy <laughs> We should all go to therapy. Yeah. This is like a normal thing. Everyone yeah. go to therapy. But she was saying like she was telling her therapist like a cheat meal. And she's like just call it a meal. Yeah. Like you don't even have to like identify it as something different. Like just because you ate badly once, like it doesn't make it. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. it's, it's not even eating badly. It's just eating something that you wouldn't normally eat because you know that it 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 doesn't make your body feel good. Like yeah. Or I'm just I'm not following my regular habit today. Yeah. Right. Just and that's, today. Yeah, and that's okay. And so you yeah. have to, and, then, and and it doesn't have to be just. No, sorry, <laughs> it, it doesn't have to be just for, for today. You can be a, if you want a cookie, you get to have a cookie. And cookies are good for you. Yeah, <laughs> and it, if you yes, yes, exactly. And if you, if you want ten cookies, you should you should be able to eat whatever you want. The reason that you shouldn't, 
the reason that you may not be eating cookies every single day is because it makes your body not feel good. Yeah. Not because you're going to get fat or you're going to not look the way that you want to look. Like it should be. And I'm to be clear, I'm working on this every single day. I'm not telling you how it should and shouldn't be. But the way that I like to um, view it is like, I don't eat those kinds of things every day because my mental health will decline rapidly and it it doesn't make me feel good yeah yeah no I mean it's kind of like this is so it's kind of goes to body image in the in a way like when I work out after one day and like just a simple workout like nothing crazy I automatically go in the mirror and I look at myself I'm like wow I look so good yeah Yeah. only and like obviously nothing changed but just the fact that I know I'm doing something that's good for me and I think the same with food like you're just gonna be like wow I feel so much better because you just know you're doing something that's like good for you and by the way moving your body whether and I'm not saying that you as a listener should go out right now and go run five miles I'm saying (laughs) put on some friggin Beyonce and dance in your room or go for a walk or you know do do something that you like to do that moves your body and I guarantee you that you will feel better Mm -hmm. when you when you feel anxious or depressed or these negative feelings moving your body and getting getting into your body instead of into your head just it, it will improve your mood and it's not the easier thing to do but if you do that for 15 minutes dance to dance to Beyonce songs and then sit down and Tell me you don't feel better. And you have to, that's like you actually, you have to put your emotions somewhere else. Like emotions can be physical. And if you're not putting them somewhere else, you're just main, you're keeping that in your body, which turns into toxins and stress and all these things. So like movement literally like sweats it out, Mm -hmm. like moves that energy throughout your body. And it's magical. Like it's magical. Like a good dance break. Oh my gosh. Like that's. (laughs) Alexis. That would cure the world. Yeah, yeah. Alexis loves to bust it now. Yeah, no, my neighbors don't like it, but it's okay. We it's don't okay. care. We're not worried about I've it. I've literally gotten complaints, it y'all. Down. It's okay. Like, <laughs> because yeah. you put your headphones in, you just vanish. I do, and I didn't know it was that loud. It was like 3 p.m. in the afternoon. Like, who cares what I'm doing at 3 p.m.? But they did. They came up and knocked about it. So they're like, <laughs> I want to <Really>? join. <laughs> I'm jealous. I want to do be Shakira. <laughs> Please let me join with your hips. <laughs> and like let a me good move walk my hips. too, though. Like a good yes, walk is yeah. just so. Every, so one thing mind. I've learned with autoimmune disorders is like, I have to be. I've had to change the way I've exercised because I was being mm-hmm. way too hard on my body. Like so now my cortisol levels, like that's your stress kind of hormones. Mm-hmm they're constantly high and that's just where my body's state is at the moment or where it was because when your body's attacking itself because it thinks something's wrong and nothing's actually wrong and then it's just like a whole thing so your cortisol cortisol levels are through the roof so as a result if I'm doing like really like heavy lifting or like sprints and like eight or um what high interval whatever hit. it's called hip yeah <laughs> hit um <laughs> if I'm doing that all the time my body's just like instead of releasing stress and emotions and all of that it's like oh shit something's wrong and then yeah. it gets it starts releasing more or not releasing starts the cortisol levels start to increase even more and then I'm just harming my body this is not everyone's body but this is mine currently that yeah. I have to learn about so now it's like I really just do yoga dancing walking and I've incorporated a little bit of like running here and now but it's been a very slow process yeah. so also 
just check how you're exercising and making sure it works for your body. Yeah, because, like, I found out, because I'm hearing you say this, like, I'm still not 100% sure with the information that I found with PCOS, but I saw some people mentioning, like, how I shouldn't be doing high-intensity training. So to hear that, it's, like, it's crazy how similar stuff we need to do is it it, it well, feels your like under stress yeah it's like, just take it easy it feels like <laughs> all the major problems that we have could be fixed if like we just stopped eating shit like you know what i mean and like taking yeah. care and just like going out Ooh, and doing something seeing. yeah and like, it's cr- oh, it, it's hard <laughs> you know because i feel like teachers uh, i don't know i have some good teachers but like for example my school i still don't comprehend they got rid of spring break and like I understand they're like, we don't want to travel or whatever. I'm like, I get that. But, like, just a week break would be good just for everyone's mental health. And mm-hmm. just, like, have a minute to breathe. Yeah. Because just restructure schooling in general, please. Because yeah. Another conversation. For, 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 for <laughs> the education majors, if you're listening to this and you control how school works, please restructure immediately. Change it. Yeah. Like, if you just want to talk about how to relax a little bit more, like, come talk to us. We'll we know everything. Yeah. We absolutely know everything. I'm 14. I know everything. We're, okay? we're omniscient beings Let of education systems. Buy so. you a massage, like, for an entire year. Like, I will. Yeah, anything. Like, I think the people in charge of education just need they need a minute. They need but usually a minute the people who are decision. in charge of education, like, have not, like, actually experienced public school education. And then they're like, yeah, I'm going to change it. And they're like, you don't even know what it's like. So I don't really understand. But don't yeah. even, don't talk more about this. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Moving on, moving on. Moving on. Moving on from podcast. that. Okay. I, I do think, like, um, I don't know. I, you can see our voicing just, like, went to the ceiling. <laughs> but I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. It's okay. But, yeah, I do think, like, um, it's crazy how similar the way to heal ourselves is. It's it's so simple. Um, it's it's simple, but it's hard. Yeah. Mm. It's it's simple. You eat fruits and veggies. Uh-huh. Eat protein. Eat carbs. Whatever, you know. And, and eat fats, like salmon or avocado. Mm-hmm. Make sure you have the, those three things. It's hard because of how much stuff that isn't that yeah <laughs> and and creating habits but it's simple you don't need to be on keto you don't need to be unless you have specific health issues of course but it it's simple yeah. eat eat out of every the a protein a carb and a fat make sure you have those in your diet and and maybe get some blood work done if yeah, you just if do if that. You and do it go to different doctors yeah. too because you Advocate can go to one yeah and they could be like, oh, it's because you're blah, blah, blah. Like, one of the biggest things that I've came to realize, like, all over YouTube, too, is, like, if you're someone who's overweight, any problem you have, they will immediately be like, oh, it's because you're overweight and not look further. Yeah. So, please, like, yeah, that could be a problem as well. But please go to different doctors. Try different people. Get your blood work done multiple times. Because who knows, like, my gynecologist who told me about PCOS, like, gave me the most bare minimum amount of information and only blood tested me once and didn't tell me I was going to get my blood tested. And from what I'm, I know, I shouldn't have eight, 12 hours prior. So I'm thinking that me having a Starbucks drink before I go in there would have possibly affected yeah, my results. So, true. so anyway. don't trust one person. Yeah. Like, go around. Try everything. And I also just wanted to clarify this really quick. Like, this is financially, like, just, it can be difficult yeah, for some people. Yeah. So just do your best. But yes. it's, you don't have to 
go all out and spend like three hundred dollars at the grocery store and all of this. Like, right. Just do it, it's about Aldi's. getting the simple. Yeah, the Aldi's. If you're in the Atlanta area, go to the Cab Farmers Market. It's wonderful. They have everything, and you don't have to buy like the the health bars or the granola. Like, buy mm-hmm. fruits and veggies, some avocado. You can get some pretty cheap like chicken. Um, and then don't overbuy. I have a huge problem of buying way too much stuff yeah. that I'm not going to use in that week. Yeah. Like, I don't need, like, eight avocados yeah. for one week. <laughs> you also don't need, like, green green vegetable powder and, like, all this stuff. Yeah. Being healthy is is not complex. It's eating whole food. It's, whole, yes. It's, it. uh, we should have said that earlier. <laughs> but it's, like, the... it's eating food that looks like its original self mm-hmm. and if you don't like the taste just put it in a smoothie like me or just add some spices and don't use yes. if you do make a smoothie we actually found out recently from our friends oh don't use regular milk yeah it literally will cancel just out the nutrition cancel dairy in general i'm not yeah. kidding cancel dairy the cancel but culture I, like, I love coconut milk almond milk oat oat milk is hemp. great hemp so soy the dairy like, industry is gonna come for us dude i love Sorry. almond milk i used to hate almond milk but i started drinking it and i'm like damn shot you kind of good milk is my way to go but yeah. it's like just yeah. find your thing and like do, yeah. do that and have fun with it it's fun to like cook if you have a kitchen cook like find recipes that you like like make some jot some notes down figure yeah. it out like like have the the most important thing you're not going to do it if you don't like it find a way to like it explore. find a way yeah explore whether that be explore. exercise whether that be food like find things that you really like or spices yeah. that you really like and like when you start liking it when you start like putting things together that you like like (laughs) garlic salt is always the way to go so like if you're cooking something just put garlic salt in it and it tastes very good all the time um it should be fun it should be like a fun experience to have with yourself and and bettering yourself it shouldn't be like a drill sergeant like i have to do this because i have to because i need to like you should do it because it, it makes you feel good and you're having like fun like you're you're cooking things you're finding things that you like that are outside of your comfort zone and eventually that becomes your comfort zone because you like it and yeah. you and it you want to therapy. do it like cooking yes. became my therapy because i'm off my phone i'm just like able to think and breathe and yes. also if you meal prep like honestly that's not my thing because i just like too much change throughout the week yeah. like i've got to have something different every day yeah. But just, like, make that exciting, too. Like, if you want to make different things throughout the week, like, I know people get, like, bored of meal prepping a lot. So, yeah. just find your thing. Like, for me, that's not my thing, and I've accepted that. Sure. You know? Just sure. do yeah. your thing. And, ag- and again, yeah, just to reiterate, we're not nutritionists. We're not giving you any kind of nutritional yeah. advice. We're just talking about what works best for you. The only reason I'm saying that is because I hear YouTubers say that, and I feel like we're going to get sued if we don't say that. So I'm saying that twice. So we're like three followers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We love this you. This is all just from personal experience. Some are, we're all on this journey. Everyone in a different place, but we still try to figure it out. Absolutely. And we could talk about this for like 87 years. Yeah. But. We'll put anything else we can think of in the notes that would be helpful. Like some of the, the autoimmune disorder doctors that I've followed and my mom has like recommended me look into or like Instagram accounts. We're just going to put all of that, including Chloe's food, Instagram. Follow me if you'd like. Yeah. Yes. Can you go ahead and say what it is once again? Yeah. It's at Girl with Grub on Instagram. Woof, woof. Go yeah. give her a follow, support. She has so many just 
great recommendations yeah. and like exercise tips and stuff, which I really appreciate. And it's like, motivational. Yes. Yeah. I love, love you guys. Too. Thank you for having me on. Right. Thank you so yeah, much for being here. This was so considering incredible. how unprofessional we kind of are. But no, this I know is we're literally like in a car yeah. at the Vegas <laughs> like, parking lot. Th- this is my dream. I got a text from Kimia last week saying, "Do you want to be on our podcast?" And I was like. That is the only question I've been wanting. I've been wa- wanting anybody to ask me for years. Oh my God. So yes, yeah. I will get in your car and talk to you. Yeah. If you guys ever, if you guys enjoyed this and you are like, hey, we want more, like, let us know. We'll bring Chloe on back and we'll do like another. We'll do a round two. Yes, for sure. There's yeah. so much more we can even talk about this. So yeah. Well, thank you for listening today. We hope this was somewhat helpful. If it was, let us know. Comment on Instagram or send us an email if you do that. I don't know what else you do around here. Um, yeah, Follow the top this two. Um, subscribe. podcast, subscribe, yeah. whatever that looks like. Leave a review. If you leave yes, us a review, that, that would be, be amazing. Fantastic. To our two listeners. I know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Please leave it. But this is episode two. Crazy how we're already on episode two. But like, I didn't even think this was going to be real, but it is, and we're here. That's right. We love it. We love so, it. Thank Stay, you for listening. Yeah, thank you for listening. Stay healthy and safe, guys. Yeah, seriously. Yes, please. And be gentle on yourself. Yeah. Uh, take everything important. that we said, but like with a grain of salt and take it, <laughs> <laughs> take it, take it for a ride and test it out. Don't, don't yeah, live by it. Different. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you later. Yeah. Yeah. Ta-ta. See ya. Bye. <laughs>